Yes, indeed. Welcome back. My name is Ivan Vixamar. Most people just call me Vix. And I want to thank you for tapping into my podcast, The Lunch Table with Vix. Now, my why behind the podcast is very simple. It's to have real-life conversations, bring people to the table, and impact the masses. Now, we on to season two. I know most of y'all, like, we didn't even know season one ended. Well, it, it, it ended. It's over with. So we on to season two. Uh, I took a, what's the word, a hiatus. Uh, life was coming at your boy real, 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 real fast. So, um, you know, I had to stop doing the podcasting thing for a little bit and, you know, deal with all the stuff that I had going on. Not making excuses. It was just the reality of it. But I'm glad to be back on here. I love doing these podcasts. I know uh, a few people hit me up and was like, where are the podcast? Where are the podcast? Well, here's the podcast. So you better tune in. Uh, so season two, we starting off with uh my dog uh, i've known him since seventh grade i don't know how many years that is calculating it now but you know i would say 15 years plus if my math is correct and um yeah man uh definitely a brother someone that i i definitely lean on uh if you don't know i'm actually recording this from my new home in houston texas and uh one of the people that i went to before I made this decision is this man right here that I'm about to uh, bring on with me on this podcast. So definitely a big part of my life. And uh, it's my brother, the Haitian sensation himself, Mitchell Etienne. Say what's up to the people, man. Yeah. What up? What up? It's your boy, Mitch, man. Money Mitch, Miami Mitch, <laughs> Mexico Mitch, whatever you want to call me. I go by a lot of different names, man. But, uh, yeah, man, Ivan Vixmore, man, that's my brother for for life, man. We've been rocking since we was little kids in middle school, man. I used to bully this kid all, right, all throughout go. middle school. Yeah. <laughs> you hey, you man, know, I, I wasn't going to speak on it, but since this man want to bring it up, <laughs> I do like to tell stories of the guests that I have coming on. And I wasn't going to do it with him, but he got a big mouth and he had to throw in that word bully. So now people are going to be like, oh, you was bullied. Nah, it was never like that. So I show like, love, oh. though. It was, it was out of love. It was out of love. It was out of love, you know? I'll put it like this. The first time I met Mitch, i never forget. And this I know it was like, it scarred me because I was in the cafeteria and he was with another one of our homeboys, Harold. And it's the first time i'm seeing them you know we go to a predominantly white school so you see another brother and you know it's an exciting feeling like dang you know we got some more black people at the school so you know i go go to the table that they sitting at at lunch and i i dap up harold i'm like hey what's up i'm ivan nice to meet you blah 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 i get love i go up to mitch i'm like hey what's up like i'm ivan and he just looks at my hand and i'm like yo like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like what's wrong with this dude and, <laughs> and then I remember like ever since then we would um he would always I wouldn't even use the word bully, but he would always mess with me in like these weird psychological ways, bruh. Like I'll like, we'll be in class and I'll be like, yo, Mitch, can I get a piece of gum? Cause I just saw him get someone a piece of gum. And he'll be like, nah, I don't even got no gum. And I'm like, what you mean? <laughs> I just saw you give someone a piece of gum. Like, let me get a piece. Then he'll go in his pocket, take out a piece of gum, and then start chewing on it. And be like, nah, bro, I don't even got no gum on me. But with, like, a straight face. So I'm just like, bro, what is up with this dude? And then I remember anytime I would get, like, a fresh haircut, 
he would come and you slap me on the back of my neck like back of your head boy <laughs> and i don't know if it was a respect thing or what but it wasn't until i threatened i don't even say it was a threat but it was i was ready to put hands on this man like i had came to my breaking point and we were walking across the street either leaving the, the calf or going to the calf and i remember he like did something and I remember I dropped my book bag. I dropped everything. And I was like, yo, we finna fight. <laughs> and, and I got I mad. I remember that. I remember and, that. Yeah. And I remember since that day, like, me and Mitch was cool. I had no problems with him. And we, we was rocking ever since. So I don't, I don't know what it was when he first met me, why he was acting like that. But, yeah, you, you could call it bullying. And, you had to prove and, you was tough. You had to prove you was tough to me, bro. <laughs> Hey, in 2021, I'm not gonna lie, that's considered bullying. But back then, I that to me that I wasn't getting bullied. But you know, nowadays, you know, with with the cyber bullying and all this and that, they they yeah, would definitely yeah. categorized you as a bully, bro. Yeah. Well, here we are now, though, man. <laughs> it all it all worked out. We most definitely came a long way. So. Oh, one of the things that I definitely wanted to get right into, and you know, at the lunch table, we jump right in to all the topics. So one thing I wanted to get, you know, your opinion about and your side of it is females, man, because for me, you know, I moved from Florida to Texas for the woman that I love, the love of my life, right? So, you know, females are a big part of our lives, like whether we like want to admit it or not they a big part. So a lot of people will look at you and say, you're black. Why don't you date other black women? And what, and, and what would your answer be to those people that are looking at you and saying, yo, you black, like, why are you not dating black women? Mm, that's a great question, man. Um, so yeah, I mean, honestly, it comes down to the fact that men men especially black men aren't supposed to have a preference so to say like with black men they're 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 supposed to date a black woman they're supposed to you know be the one to provide they're supposed to be the one to you know you know do everything you know over the moon for a girl which is cool which is fine i'm not saying there's nothing wrong with that but as soon as a, a black man, you know, says that he prefers to date outside of his race and date, you know, black or uh, white women or Hispanic women, they're, they're it's frowned upon. And I think it's just not fair because, you know, if a woman decides to date outside of her race or, you know, has a preference of dating, you know, a certain look, a certain image you know, somebody with certain status or clout or has to be a certain height, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, that's normal for a girl, you know? But for a guy, it's like, if a guy has a certain preference, a certain look that he's going for, they look down upon. So for me personally, um, you know, me and a lot of people that I know who don't date black women get a lot of, you know, hate for it. A lot of backlash but at the end of the day i'm not going to change who i am and what i like for anybody to please anybody so yeah i mean my preference you know i like 
like I'll just I, I I lean more towards you know white women and, and, and Hispanic women. You know that's just my thing. I hear you. I hear you. And I don't necessarily disagree with what you said because first and foremost, for y'all that don't know, just my girlfriend is white and Mexican. So it's like I have new no room to speak because I'm dating someone that's white and Mexican. So that being said, I will say, you know, via Instagram, Snap, you know, there's a, we go on trips, whatever the case may be, you know, we see a lot of women. And there will be times where someone will throw a a nice looking black lady in the group and y'all will automatically just be like, oh, nah, like, nah, nah, nah. So (laughs) I guess my next follow-up to what you said, because everything you said, of course, it's your opinion, your preference. So do you honestly see a black woman and be like, I'm just not attracted to them? Or is it more so just like, you kind of already took this stand like, I'm not really trying to date no black women. So now it's like at this point, you just got to ride that that wave because you kind of already like set yourself up for it. Because it, it's got to be some black women that you see that like, mm, she ain't bad. But is it like, dang, like, I don't want to get this backlash. You feel me? Because I've been staying nah. firm on the white train. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nah, nah. <laughs> nah, it's not even like that. Honestly, um, I had this conversation with our boy Nick one time and and there was a pretty attractive uh black woman that was you know that was you know giving me her attention and for me it's like it's not that i don't want to stand on what i say like but i feel like i don't give myself the opportunity to give a black woman a chance and open that door so like i'm pretty sure there are you know cool down to earth like someone who's my type like matches my energy like a personality that i would want in a in a woman but like i would never just give her the time of day because just at face value like i know that's not my my normal type and my normal preference like i'm not even gonna engage in a conversation with this female because it's like i already know that's like not what i want so to say so like I said, I'm not trying to please anybody or please like, oh, I'm going to stand firm because, you know, you know, I already said that I'm not going to date this particular race. It's more so that, like, since I already know who I am and I'm comfortable, you know, with my preference and, and, and what I want in a woman that, like, I'm not going to, you know, even give that female. I know it sounds fucked up, but I'm just not going to give that female the opportunity or the time of day because just at face value I'm I'm just not gonna rock with it. I, I, I hear what you're saying. I, I hear what you're saying. So I will say this for for the people listening, right? Mitch is Mitch is correct on certain points I agree with him because I will say you should never be dating or looking at women to please anybody else. And I hate that that standard that Mitch talked about saying, oh, you're black, so this is the expectation. You need to date a strong black woman. And to me, I'm like, I just want to date a strong woman, period. Whether black, white, because I would say uh, on my end, like, to me, Asian women were, like, I when I look at Asian women, I, I 
I feel like I don't see an attractive Asian woman. That's just me. Now, I'm not saying I would never give them a chance or whatever the thing that he's saying about the whole face value. But for me, like, I get what he's saying on on that note because when you have a preference, that's what you're going to look for. Like, if you like the color red, you're not going to go to a store and, or I guess that's a bad example because stores have every color. But it's just like, if you're looking for a baseball bat, you're not going to go in the football section. It's just, right. you're not, you're not going to do that because you already know what you want and what you're looking for. But I will say this, and I'm not claiming this on Mitch, but I, 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 I will say this for me, I had a preference. I liked curly hair, mixed women. That was my, my mixed black and white mixed curly hair. That was my type. And I will say, you know, throughout life, that's what I, I looked for. That's what I thought I wanted. And then here came Jess. And to me at that time, if you would have told me in college, like you're going to date her, you're going to fall in love with her. I would say, man, get out of here. You're tripping because that wasn't my type. And for for my story, for my situation, me and Jess were friends for four or five plus years. And I guess you can say like my type developed or I, I grew or I don't know the exact word you want to use, but I guess kind of like wine. You just over time, your your preferences change on what type of wine you like. And for me, it switched and all of a sudden I'm like, dang, just kind of cute. Just the, and you know what I'm saying? But that wasn't my type at all. So I'm not putting that on Mitch, but I wouldn't be surprised if Mitch come back home one day with, <laughs> with a girl that's not white or Hispanic. I'm just saying that. I'm not saying she'll be black. She might be Asian. I don't right. know what she'll be, but I'm just I, I wouldn't be surprised because it happened with me and it and it very well nah. happened with you. Like I said, bro, like I'm pretty sure there are good women in all they, I'm not gonna say I'm pretty sure there are good women in all all races, all types of ethnicities. But like like you said, like you're not gonna go into one section of the store looking for something that's not there, you know? And another thing I wanna say is you gotta go where you're appreciated. Oh, that's another okay. thing. Okay, speak on it. Speak on because a lot of people don't realize Females' favorite thing is you do one thing wrong, they ready to say niggas ain't. You know they yeah, they quick. Yeah, yeah. They quick you got you you got to go where you appreciate it. You feel me? Like if 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 I wasn't appreciated by the women that I get attention from, I would I would not you know go after them. It's like there's no reason, there's no point if like I'm not gonna be appreciated. You know what I'm saying? And with the whole stereotype that's put in place on black men from black women, it's already hard enough. Let me put it this way. It's already hard enough to try and get attention from a girl, let alone having to, you know, defend your race as a man. And on top of the fact that, that you're trying to get at a girl, if you know what I'm saying. So with a girl, with a black female, I feel like most of the time you have to really sell yourself, you know, as far as not being the same stereotypical black male that's out there. Because at face value, you see me, I'm tall, I'm black, I got a beard, 
I dress a certain way. You know what I'm saying? Like, I carry myself, you know, a certain way. On one end of the spectrum, a black, a, a white girl or a Hispanic girl is going to love that. On the other end of the spectrum, a black female is going to look at that as, oh, he's a red flag. Oh, he's toxic. Oh, he, he ain't shit. You know what I'm saying? Just at face value. So, like I said, you got to go where you're appreciated. Where they're gonna not look at your 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 appearance as a negative thing. You know what I'm saying? I I got you, but I'm a I'm a push back because I will say this: isn't that <clears throat> what we do with females? Right? Let's be real. You see a black girl, weave, hoop earrings, you know, right. wearing a neon uh, bodysuit. Looking like they came straight off the, the Miami beach. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like you, yeah, yeah, yeah. you in your yeah. head, you already know what the, you, you think it's right. city girl. Like, right. Right. <laughs> right. So I, I feel like it, it's definitely on both ends where I think the moral of it is, and I think we, I'm, I'm out the game. Right. But for, for you, I think the moral of it is you have your type, you have your preference, but I will say, I think you should open that door a little bit wider because if, if the door was closed, at least creak it open so that, you know, like you said, you will be able to get past the face value because you just you just never know. But I, I definitely agree with you on you got your 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 preference on what you like in a woman. And I don't, right. think, any, I don't think you should be shamed for that preference. It's, right. But at the same time, it's like. I'm comfortable. I'm good where I'm at. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not like I, I need, I need, I have some certain urge to go explore other, other avenues. I'm, I'm the, good. Like the key, the key I'm, word is you good. Why well, be good when you can be great, my brother? When you could be great. <laughs> <laughs> man, I'm, I'm, nah. I'm chilling, man. You know yeah. me. I'm good. I feel you. Nah, Mitch, Mitch has no problem in the ladies' department. But if you would like to be added to the list, I'm playing. <laughs> I was about to say, we can, hey, we hey. Can, we can throw out the social. No, 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 no. We're not doing that. We're not doing that. Don't get me in trouble out here. Don't get me in trouble. <laughs> nah, but um, I, I guess transitioning, right? Because we're talking about women. And I think one of the places that we met a lot of women as far as just like different types of women is traveling and i think when you mm. travel you you get out of your what you said your comfort zone and you start to meet people that are from all over like different places traveling has definitely opened my eyes to different cultures different different ways people live um and it's definitely uh, the best thing I've done in the past year or two, probably the last two, three years, we did a lot of traveling as a group. Um, so, and, so in, in 2022, what, what's, give me the, the five places you want to, you want to hit in 2022. Well, man, um, let's see here. Uh, the biggest trip I got planned next year is to go to Greece. Um, I'm planning on going to Greece. Um, next summer um i'm going back to mexico of course guys if y'all did, did know mitch went to mexico and he adopted the name 
Mexico Mitch. Mexico Mitch, man. And and listen, if you don't know about (laughs) Mexico Mitch, fly to Mexico and just ask about him. They'll tell you. It's it's mad love out there. That's all I'm gonna say. It's mad love. It's mad love. But yeah, uh, Tulum, Mexico is definitely one of, if not if not the best trip I've taken this year. Um, it, it's it's beautiful, man. It, the culture is amazing. The people are amazing. The food is amazing. Um, and it's just a good time, man. And it's very it's very fun out there. And definitely going back. Um, also got um. Toronto, never been to Canada before for my boys' um, um, bachelor party. That's coming up soon. Um, so that'll be cool. And so you, got, you got two more, two more places you want to hit in 2022. Um, two more it places. Could be, it, it could be local. It don't always got to be out the country. It could be in the United States. Traveling um, is traveling, my boy. My mom always wanted to go to the Keys. She never been to the Keys before, so I'm, I want to take her out there. She she's always been trying to just see what it's about. Um, so that'll that'll definitely be on my plan to probably take a take a drive down there for a weekend with her and Probably just show nice. her what. The, yeah, yeah. And then last, I would probably say, man, it's always I, I I said it before, man. Chicago is like my second home, man. Every time I go to Chicago, I, I it's just. It's just some. It's just. It's just the greatest feeling, man. Being with my boys, I got some. Got good friends that live up there, man. So every chance I get to go to Chicago, um, I love this city, man. Love, love downtown. So, um, yeah, I, I'm always excited to go to Chicago. Uh, I'll probably be up there what three, four times out the year. So, okay. So one thing I I, I want to speak on because a lot of people listening probably thinking man like you make it sound so easy you just take trips and i know when we go on trips a lot of people always ask like how do y'all travel so much how do y'all like afford it how do y'all do that so for you i guess what is your mindset when you're taking a trip like are you thinking like okay i gotta save up this amount of money are you picking up extra shifts like what do you what is allowing you to be I guess so free to be able to one have the time to travel and then have the resources and and you know the financial backing to be able to purchase tickets and Airbnbs and of course when we travel y'all always we do want it big. I don't know, we do it big. I don't know we why do big. every time money Mitch and this man Juju yeah. get together and Marv I'm gonna <laughs> throw Marv under the bus too it always turns into a section and a five thousand dollars tab and this and that and it's just like every trip we go on they say nah man we ain't getting a section this time we taking it easy it's a chill trip and two yeah. snapchats later is we in a we section bottles, bottles up bottles up <laughs> three four five bottles so yeah. for you what goes in, um, goes in your head before you take those trips um well first and foremost um I would I would say that uh, yeah I get those questions a lot too man all the time man like how do you, how do y'all get so many of your friends to go on these trips and do so many trips throughout the year and, and be able to do all this other stuff in in those trips so um, honestly it, it's just I we I we were blessed with um, a really good ambitious hard working group of group of guys i would i would say that first and foremost 
Um, just, just we have everybody who who wants to grind, who's motivated by each other, who's motivated by going on these trips, like planning these trips. So behind the scenes, behind all the 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 stories and all the things that we post, behind all the parties and stuff that we do, we work hard, man. Like all of our all of us, man. Like Juju, Shane, everybody, Wes, Marv, everybody. We work very, very hard as far as, you know, financially to be able to take these trips and to be able to, you know, to 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 go on these trips and, and live it up. And it's 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 it makes it better because we know how precious and how um valuable our time is that we were able to take off and get away from our work schedule and our you know our normal daily routine with family and you know so we know that once we especially with all of us living across the country all different parts of the country you know we got friends in cali we got friends in chicago new york down here in florida got in houston so it's like when we all get together it's very it's a very precious time so I always, me personally, I love to take that opportunity to, man, to really cherish the time, cherish the moments. It's not about the money for me. It's more the memories and the memories that I have with us and the memories I have in my phone that I get to look back on. They're just priceless, man. So, um, yeah, man, being able to, to get together, all of us, all like as much as we do, um, you know, it's, it's a very special time and. I really try and take that time to, you know, make the most of it. And me personally, how I'm able to do it, um, I always try to to find avenues and ways to have financial freedom. So um, I, I started to get into real estate. Um, I started to, you know, find different ways with, you know, investments and stocks and, you know, my crypto um, stuff cryptocurrencies investing and stuff like that and um having rental properties and you know um creating passive income for myself so that i don't really have to depend on you know a nine to five and that i can have that freedom to really you know take time off to go on trips and 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 have fun so um i think the best thing the best advice i would give to anybody starting out and who is motivated by wanting to go on trips and have fun is to really find ways to to buy your time i feel like the best thing you can do in life is buy time because time is the only thing that we have and it's the most precious thing that you can preserve so as much time as you can spend outside of working and outside of being in the office and stuck in the office working 40 hours a week legally I'm saying as you know, making legal money. Um, I, I feel like that's something that you should do, man, because it'll give you a lot of time to to to, to do things that you that you want to do and explore, you know, and, and, and travel and stuff. So I would definitely say, you know, um, invest your money, save your money, you know, um, get into get into rental properties, get into real estate um, and get into, you know, the stock market, you know, do your research on certain things um, and, and, and learn business, man. I think that's the best thing you can do because business only only thing business does is growth. Um, everything that you see nowadays 
with new, you know, new technology, new digital stuff, new digital art, new digital, you know, uh, money with coins and stuff like that. You definitely have to take the opportunity and and take the advantage on that. So, yeah. But one thing I will add to piggyback on what you said was for me, I think a lot of people don't realize that you make time for what you want. And if anything taught us that, I would say it was this year, right? Where we lost a member of our group. We lost a brother and someone that we loved. And everything you just said, nothing we do can replace that. Nothing. No amount of money, no crypto, no hours, none of that will replace that. But we'll forever have those trips that we took together. So I I would urge people to to just make time for what you want. If you want to take a trip with your, your friends or take a trip by yourself, make time for it because you make time for what you want. And I think a lot of people, they want it, but they don't put in the effort. Like you said, it don't take, it's free to go Google and see how much flights cost. It's free to go look at Airbnb or look at hotels or sign up to to get a discount or to be a part of an email list where they show you different promotions. Like all that stuff is free. It may take some time. It may be a little tedious, but there's opportunities and ways out there for you to be able to travel and to be able to travel on a, on a budget. And um, I think that's one thing our group does a, a, a good job at a lot of our trips. People don't know we plan these things six months a year in advance it's not like we just wake up two weeks before and we're like hey we want to go to mexico hey we want to go here like this is stuff that we've been planned out that we talked about we looked at spots we researched where we want to do and, and go and stuff like that and and i think a lot of people they 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 miss out on that and they just think that the trip will fall in your lap which i will say some of them do and i'm extremely blessed because the amount of hours that I worked, what I was getting paid, it should not have allowed me to travel as much as I did. But God definitely blessed me with the opportunity to travel and to go different places because some trips were just flat out put on my lap where I had the opportunity to do this and that. And it didn't come at like a financial like breaking point for me where I was just able to do it or someone was able to had an extra ticket or this or that, you know, there's so many opportunities, so many venues and places that I've been off of just connections or just literally just blessings that just came my way. So I don't want to make it sound like, you know, it's you, it all got to be planned out. Some things just happen, but I definitely will urge people. If you want to take these trips, start planning now. It's free to do. It takes some time, but that's literally all it takes. Take a, a few minutes out your day. Maybe don't click continue watching on Netflix and go look up on Google to see how much it costs to fly to whatever city you you looking you looking to go to. So just little simple things like that. I mean, right, right, yeah, man. Honestly, um, losing our friend really changed my perspective on life, man, big time. Like if you know me, man, you know that all the cliche stuff. Like I, I don't, I don't, I don't. I never paid attention to it. Like I never really cared for it. All the cliche sayings and stuff. Just like when we used to play football in high school, like, like 
cherish these moments because, you know, seeing years around the corner and this, you're not going to be able to do this anymore. Like, it's just like, well, whatever. Like, when's the next game? Like, like I'll see y'all tomorrow at practice. You know what I'm saying? Like, just not really living in those moments of, like, you know, like this could be it type of thing, you know? So, yeah, it, changed, it really changed my perspective because um, you never know. You just never know when it's your time. You never know when 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 you're gonna leave this earth. So you really you really gotta take advantage of every moment and every time. And I remember around the same time that that he passed away, I ran into a video of Will Smith. I'll never forget that same. I think it was that same day or the two days after. And Will Smith was talking. He was on an interview talking about how um, you never want to say hello or say goodbye casually. You know what I mean? You really should live in that moment of your hellos and your goodbyes and your hugs and your kisses, you know, because you never know if you're going to make it home. You know what I'm saying? So never live life casually, you know, especially when it comes to your family, your friends. You know what I mean? Really be in the moment and really live life to the fullest because you just never know when, when it's going to be your time. So like I said, man, um, every moment we get a chance to, to link up, man, and, and get together, man, it's, it, I cherish those moments even more to, nowadays because like I said, you just never know who you're going to lose tomorrow. So um, I was grateful that, you know, it's crazy how like I planned a trip to 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 see him and it wasn't even supposed to be a trip that weekend you know what i'm saying like it just happened spontaneously so i always i always told myself that was just god you know putting me in place to you know see my brother one more time in person you know so you just never know man and and like i said the best thing i've done over the past couple of years was was really find my purpose man and and you know and that's you know being there for my being a being there for my family and my friends and really you know building a foundation that's going to last as long as I can man and you know what I'm saying so every moment that we get man it's 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 amazing man it really is I I definitely love that you said that because one of my things for 2022 uh is legacy and for me what you just said was so powerful because I feel like in this earth, in this world, whatever your religious beliefs are, right? At the, at, I feel like everyone in their right mind knows you only have a limited time on this earth. And at some point in time, that, that clock's going to run out. And I think having a legacy is so important because we're on this earth for more than just ourselves, man. And I really am trying to get myself in that mindset of making moves that don't just that don't benefit just Ivan and making moves that will benefit Ivan's kids, kids, kids. And, and, you know, trying to set them up. And I heard a pastor say one time that his dad's, his dad's ceiling was his floor. And I want to be that for my kids where they're not starting at the ground level. They're starting at the third and fourth, uh, floor because I was able to set that that foundation for them and where I was stopped at my ceiling that would be their starting point 
And I think if we have that mindset, especially as a as a black community, because let's be real, when uh when a black person dies, what do they leave their they kids? Maybe a house, but most of the time it's just debt, a TV, like materialistic stuff that that doesn't have any real monetary value. You know, you get you get like a plasma TV that three of the siblings are fighting for. You get, you know what I'm saying? Like it's, but I want to be able to create a legacy where when I, when I go, I'm able to pass down something to my kids that gives them a head start on where they at in life. As we wrap up, one thing I want to leave the people for sure, based off of, you know, the conversation that we had today at the lunch table, uh, but also just, you know, based off of like who we are as people, I, I truly, truly want to to impart on the people listening, man, prioritize your life to do the things that you value, that you value, not what you think other people will value. If you don't like taking trips and that's not your thing, we might be like, we take trips, we go here, 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 this and that. That's not you. Then don't try to travel so you can post something picture like Mitch said, and you're not enjoying yourself. If you a gamer and you like to be home, and that's what you do, and that's something that you find value in, prioritize your life to do the things that bring you joy. Man, enjoy your life, man. Like I said, if that's traveling, travel. If that's, you know, doing a, a, a pottery class, like whatever it may look like for you that brings you joy, go ahead and do it and, and enjoy your life because at the end of the day, you're the only one that can live your life. And uh, like me and Miss talked about, it. It, it hits different when you when you lose a friend. So don't have somebody, don't learn this lesson by losing, having to lose somebody in your life. So, you know, just value your people, value your time, value you yourself. And uh, yeah, man, that, uh, is there anything you want to lead the people before we, we dip out? Um, Like you said, man, um, uh, live life to the fullest, man. If I, if, if you don't learn anything from this from this session, this this episode, um, live life to the fullest. Don't lay, don't take life too seriously, man. Have fun. Uh, love on your people, man. Love on your family. Love on your friends. Um, make memories and uh, keep God first, man. I want to again thank my brother Mitch for hopping on this podcast with me, man. He did this. Out of the kindness of his heart, you know, I ain't paying him. I ain't giving him no off-white nothing for Christmas. <laughs> so just know that he's uh, coming on here, man, because he appreciates me. So uh, I appreciate you for hopping on. Spending it's all love, me. brother. It's Shout all out to love. Mitch, who's also graduating this week, uh, the week of this recording. Yes sir. yes, sir. Yes, sir. So uh, he's graduating. So shout out to him uh, getting his master's, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So y'all heard the lunch bell. My saying is uh, more life, more blessings, man. More life, more blessings. Peace. Kick up. Rock wine. Sing. 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 Sing.